Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Welcome back to the show. Everybody's doing amazing. Yesterday we left off with the concept of knowing and conditioning. This is a famous line in the prayer of Aleinu. The Adata Das means to know. Vashivosalavach means you have to conditioning into your heart. A concept, just to understand it. Knowledge and understanding and conditioning are two very different things, and we get tripped in this area. And the Ramchal, the rabbi who wrote the book, Mesilis Yisharim, opens with this, pretty much, and says, be careful. You could very well know that this thing is right and wrong, intellectually, and get a hundred on the test, and you're in the moment and you fail ten out of ten times. And I'm sure we've both been here. I've been here for sure. I'm sure you've been here too. You speak to somebody, a mentor, somebody who you trust, they tell you something, you go, you're right, and then you go to apply it and you can't. You have a moment of inspiration. You're like, I got to do this. And then you go out to try to do it and you can't. Maybe the first time you can. Maybe the second time you can. But month from now you can't. You hear a class about being a better whatever. You're like, I got to do this. You take notes. You come home with your notes. You stick your notes on your fridge. And you know, A, B, C, D, D, E. You know, one time we went to a class, me and my wife, we went to a class on happiness. Like everything's got to be always amazing, happy, oh, A, B, C, D, E, right? And then like, you know, the day starts and like you get back to being a human being again. But, but you know, you know it's right. Why don't you do it? Because we're not machines. That's why we don't do it. We're not programs. We don't have Intel chips. You don't just give us a command. From now on, whenever someone does that, always be empathetic. Click. And now in the program is empathy. It doesn't work like that. And this is where people get tripped up because they know the answers. And they're right. Those are the answers, but they can't apply it. Now, the reason why this is so critical is because when you get to moments of change, in the Jewish calendar, it's this month. In the secular calendar, maybe at the end of the, maybe in three months. But whenever it is for you, when you ever get to that place of change, there is a hopelessness that can seep in, which is, I know this, I can't do it. Or, I don't want to do the same thing again. And then as you start hearing the messages that sound familiar, you dismiss them because you knew that already. And as you hear someone say something, you're like, yeah, I know that already. And you assume that if you know it, then you should have been able to apply it. And because you know it so well and it's not working, there's something wrong with you or something wrong with them. Or it just doesn't apply here. Where the mistake is, is that we never, I don't think we fully appreciate that the knowledge is just the first step Knowledge is just the beginning. The hard work isn't in knowing something. This isn't, you're not spitting, this is an eighth grade. Life is not taking tests, seeing what you know. How much do you remember from high school? It's nice, you get a foundation and a background, but like really, how much do you remember? Because life isn't about spitting back information. The knowledge of something is only step one. What has to happen afterwards is the long, hard journey of how do I take the knowledge that I have and really chisel it so that it fits into my brain, right? It's a famous Michelangelo, right? Famous um, when Michelangelo, when he 
carved statue of David. The famous story is that the Pope asked him, how did he do it? I think he did it over the course of like multiple years. He bought a piece of marble and chiseled away. And I believe he said to the, at least the legend, as he said to the Pope, he was in there the whole time. I just got rid of all the waste. Like, I just chiseled around him. He was always there. Right? Like, there's a fit of knowledge that fits into your mind. Right? It integrates into your mind. Think of like your mind like a complicated Lego puzzle. Right? You have a block. You have to sort of figure out where the holes are that you're making so that it fits. And it'll fit into your head. And, and then you have to like sort of like nudge it in. Like you know, picture if you can. Like you have a brain. And your brain has all these maps and all these these connections. And now you got this new bit of information. It's not gonna go into your brain. You just it doesn't you can't just jam it in. You can't be like, oh, I get it now. Like, good luck, billions of neurons. Like, make it work and let me know how it goes. It doesn't work like that. You've got a massive map. you got to fit a new... Imagine putting in a new building into a city. Like, where does it go? There's blocks. There's people. There are homes. There's a road there. Like, we just pick up a building and move it into a city? It doesn't work like that. Right? Your, your brain is a city. It's an information highway. Just neuro circuits flying all over the place. Now someone gives you a new thought. Act like this now. Don't do this now. Be more like this now. And you're like, great, I got it. What are you going to do, jam it in? Where is it going to go? Where is it going to, how is it going to adapt? Your body needs to adapt to a new body part. What about your brain? So understand that if you've tried in the past and failed, that's called being normal. And if you've thought for one second, because you understand something, that that's going to go now into your life, no way. Unless you are so well trained, that unless you've came out of like some commando division, or you are so well disciplined, which I believe is probably more genetic than anything else, but it's definitely nurture as well. If you're like a regular person like me, like a regular person, you don't just think, understand, learn, and then do. There's a big, huge gap in between. And that gap is called the conditioning. Conditioning knowledge. Chiseling it so that it fits. You gotta figure out how to, where are the contours? How do you, how do you put it in? How do you take the organ, if you can think about it, the, the now the, 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 the cognitive organ that you've now created and how do you put it into your mind so that the mind doesn't reject it so that it adapts around it so that now it becomes part of your life how do you do with that in a way that works and it begins by recognizing that you don't really know the information until you're trying to apply the information like you don't really know it you sort of know it. You have a general sense of what you're supposed to do. But you don't have a specific sense of what you're supposed to do. And as you try to do it, what you're going to gain is the knowledge of what you really should be doing. Last year, we could talk about it again and again, but if you guys just look back, we did rituals. And how rituals are ways to take 
ideas and resolutions and make them into 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 your daily routine. I'm, we're going the other way now. Now we're saying, okay, we've got a piece of information. We've got a way of life. We've got a way of seeing the world. Okay, how do I get that knowledge to be tight? If you ever want to see this, you could look at like the investment community, right? Look at seasoned VCs, venture capitalists, and compare them to like dudes that are just made some money and they want to play around. They're two totally different animals. Somebody who looks at a hundred business plans a year, right? They, every day there's a business, every other day there's a business plan. 300, these, these are people that are looking at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of business plans. They're speaking to founders and investors. They're, pay, they're, they're spending money and losing and winning. What they're doing is taking knowledge and they're crafting it and crafting it and saying, well, when you say you're gonna do it, they can now hear, uh, you're not gonna do all of it. When you say we're gonna win, they're like, how do you know? When you say we have customers, they're like, what type of customers? They're just great at hearing and taking in knowledge and saying, how do I fit that into my world? Because I can tell the difference between a good company and every company thinks they're changing the world. Every company has the idea that's going to be the next whatever. Every company has got the best found. Every company's everything. You're going to tell a guy or a woman who starts a company that they're not the best in the world? To be an entrepreneur, you have to think you're great or else you have no chance. But how do you hear for it? That's integrating what you hear into the world. You chisel out the information. You fit it somewhere. You do it by playing with it, by practicing it, by checking out the instrument until you know how to play it. Okay, how do we do this? We'll talk about it. All right, everybody, welcome back. Again, looking forward to seeing you next time with God's help. Thanks for listening to The Pursuit of Awesome. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum's podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by tuning into the live webinar every weekday morning or by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.